0: Michael Newton from Day on the Green. You're listening to 80s Montage. Happy 100th.
1: Hey Brisbane, the Mixtape Tour is coming to your area of planet Earth. Saturday the 22nd of Jan 2022 at the Princess Theatre in Brisbane. Tickets on sale now through Ticketmaster. All other info on www.theprincesstheatre.com.au. We cannot wait until January 22 to come over to Brisbane. It's been way too long. See you soon. Woohoo! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 80s Montage Podcast.
2: How you going, guys? This is Jay Jovi. And we're live motherfuckers. Woo! Episode 100. Oh, my God.
1: Woo! And we're wigged up.
2: We've got a huge, a huge star for our episode here. Yeah. Grandmaster Bates oh, in the house. You oh my dropped god, dropped
1: your fucking cans. I dropped my cans,
3: but all I can say is it's a privilege to be here for the one hundredth show Yay. on the eighties montage, baby. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Woohoo! Thanks for dropping them right on my hot
1: ones. Give us a little yeah. fucking give us a shout out Woo. if you're on live Facebook.
2: Good to be here.
1: I feel like one of those dumb cunts that put out their music videos every five minutes. But anyway. <laughs>
2: We've also got Maddie Slade over here. Maddie. Woohoo!
1: Maddie. The
2: silent partner. Good on you, Maddie. And we're talking about 80s legends. Legends 80s in legends. the 80s for our 100th episode.
1: That's right.
2: So it's so great to have you here, Batesy.
1: And we're just about to ring Mick Newton. I think that's where the episode's going to start and finish
2: pretty much we're really pumped about it so for you guys that don't know Mick Newton is the 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 Sven behind Day on the Green who's been they've been going since is it 2000 or 2001
3: Two oh one, like the creator of the Day on the Green correct incredible
2: yes. yeah so like just he's been producing amazing lineups year after year after year and we're just about we're on the cusp of like Another amazing lineup, and we're going to hear all about it during this interview, hopefully. Hopefully we'll get a scoop.
1: And if you join the80smontage.com and you subscribe, you'll be able to hear it.
2: This is the thing. We're actually going going to uh, do two episodes while Batesy Mm. is here. The second episode is a Patreon episode. So what better opportunity to become a Patreon? That's right. You can listen to the second half of this show.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Very exciting.
1: So, tonight on the show, we've got the fucking fabulous Mick Newton from The Day on the Green. He's wishing us a happy 100th birthday. Mickey!
0: Yeah, thanks for that. Thanks
1: for that intro. Happy yeah. birthday, Addie! Well, it's kind of like hundred episode. yeah. But I've gotten that mixed up myself. Like I'm a bit like, oh, fuck, will I get a hundred balloons or what do I do? But it's really not a birthday. It's like a episode a hundred.
0: Instead she a had a hundred
4: stickies.
1: I had a hundred oh, did.
2: She was in hospital. This, this is why we didn't get it.
0: Oh Maybe, that's, that's obviously. Why. Obviously. Yeah. She has so people got,
1: to do that shit for her though. Yeah. Right. I wish, man. i probably it,
0: It's in the mail. Yeah.
1: That's right. So uh Batesy's here. Good old Batesy. So Master
3: Bates here. So and you, great to great to talk to you. Michael Newton, my partner in crime, and the best uh promoter and of course what? best MC.
0: Oh mate, I was just thinking it's um it's March the sixth or I think since we did a show together and that was um in Auckland with Aha and Rick Ashley. True. Our, our
3: last show. My last show too. Like eighteen
0: months ago. Eighteen yeah. months ago.
3: A memorable one. I was my birthday weekend, and I remember um, waking up in the hotel room. I hit my head in the bathroom um, <laughs> and woke up with a room full of steam. The hot shower was wow. going, and it was just the room was just steaming. And uh, <laughs> anyway,
0: that, that wasn't was the was that well, not that night? Yeah, woke up with a room full of furniture on you. You couldn't get out from under it that I put on top of you. Oh. <laughs> That was another Everything time. in the house was on proper basis. Oh, good. At least you out. knew where
2: everything was, you know.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, they didn't invite us back to that place again.
2: <laughs>
1: so, Mickey, how have you been going with, I mean, the industry's been pretty much fucked up the arse for the last 18 months, really, oh, when you think about it.
0: Half it's luck.
1: You know? Oh. And, uh, oh.
0: It's got good and bad things, you know. It's the first yeah. time I've ever had a proper rest and yeah, not totally involved totally. in touring, which yep. has been nice. But it's been really challenging, you know, to keep people employed and to Mm. keep everyone's chins up and to try and try and see some sort of light at the end of the tunnel, you know. And you think, and there was a while there where we thought it was coming back. We're about to announce a a couple of tours, and then New South Wales, you know, got got the plague, Mm.
4: Um,
0: and we're about uh, literally a couple of days away from announcing a major tour, and that's all been changed and put back. So anyway, it's um. You know, I think there's some light at the end of the tunnel now with all the vaccinations happening and, um, you know, we've got some, some big tours next year. So, you know, ho- hopefully we'll get back on track.
2: Awesome. Of course, will. Very exciting, mate. What have you been doing in your spare time, mate? What does a man like you do when he has some time off?
0: Um, I know it's going to sound trite, but I've just I just been down the coast and just... Um, Working on the surfing and and Beautiful. just trying to and ah, yes. just trying to and just trying to keep healthy and um you know I I actually escaped the last the first lockdown I went up to the North Coast New South Wales I got some mates up there and that was really good and I didn't wear a mask until about last November mm-hmm. when I crossed the border into Victoria went to get petrol a, a servo and Wangaratta yeah and and the old love
2: a mask.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, like, that was all mute. I just had to buy one. Like, I didn't have one. Um, wow. You know, so I've been pretty low key, really, in the last eighteen months. Um, you know, got a couple of good playlists um, uh, going, and you know, just but still, you know, we've moved a couple of tours. We're putting dates on hold. We haven't sort of stopped working, but there's just been nothing to, you know, execute. You know, yeah. just yeah. lots of planning and then changing plans and That's trying a to pivoting. get pivoting lots of, oh, pivoting, lots of, um, you know, uh, applying for grants. It's yep. been a lot of that. And I've got to say some of the people that have got grants, um, in you know, in favour of us is a fucking joke. You know, mm-hmm. like you can't you can't believe some of the people that have got grants from the government. Yep. I, I don't know who's in charge of it. But anyway, yep. we've reapplied again for a third time. So hopefully we'll get something in a third round of grants, um, you know. So wish us luck.
1: Absolutely, because um, the last time I saw you was Day on the Green in Melbourne with Ashley and Leopard and all those people because Maddie was with Pseudo Echo. Yeah, Pseudo Echo, okay, yeah. I actually enjoyed hanging out with you more down the at the back.
0: It was fun, re- wasn't it? It was, it was great,
1: there. man. It was mm. great. And the mm. reason why I wanted you on the show for our 100th is because you kind of inspired us to keep going, well, me especially, because you actually listened to the show and we were talking about Day on the Green and how everyone's sort of ripped it off in the last 20 years. And I went, oh, there's Day on the Vagina. And I remember you seeing me <laughs> oh at the show <laughs> and like a fucking magpie, you pointed me out and went, Day on the Vagina. And I thought, oh, my God, what have I done? But you knew the fucking show and I thought, okay, we're onto to something here. This is awesome yeah. because for me, when your peers listen to the show and you go to the gig and you have a drink with them, you kind of feel like you're going somewhere,
0: you know? I just couldn't believe how much I enjoyed the show and what and what you guys get away with. And, um, yeah. You know, I love it. You can, you know, say fucking cunt vagina on Absolutely. the fucking Absolutely. Know? You can <laughs> on your own show. You it's great. Yeah, it's
2: yeah. It's great when you're not selling ad space and you don't have to behave.
0: Exactly.
1: And I know yeah. the history of Melbourne and Australia and I know that before any of this shit happened, you guys have been going for 20 years and I knew mm. there wasn't much out there and... I mean, we're still doing festivals fucking day on the fucking dick week or whatever. And
4: yeah. it just
1: happens. It's fucking like, mate, you're not the first to do it. My mate, Mick, knows what's mm. fucking up. And well, I, I basically uh, said that to you, you know. I'm not. I'm well, I not, fucking ripped
0: um, it off in some. I ripped it off somewhere, you? you know. Well, it wasn't completely original. I remember thinking, you know, where can I go? You know, like, I was just sick at waiting till 11 o'clock or midnight. To see a band on a Thursday night and, you know, it was just, it was just getting too late. And I, like, I thought I couldn't be fucked half the time doing that. I think it was, it was just a a really difficult, inconvenient sort of way to see a band unless you're a huge fan, you know. Mm. Um, so I just thought, well, where and how is a better way to do that? And at the time, Lewin Estate in uh, Margaret River, they, they had a really stunning kind of amphitheatre and stage set up and everything, but they were doing things like Roberta Flack, um, uh, uh Engelbert Humperdink and, you know, and jazz and opera and all that sort of thing. And I thought, I wonder, I just wonder if we put like contemporary artists on, on a multiple bill in a winery as opposed to a park where you might step on someone's dog shit yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or, <laughs> Or, you know, a set of goalposts or something, you know, like it's got to yeah. be a little bit different and out of the way, out of town was, all, was a bonus. And then, yeah, from so I just made the link of like, you know, original multiple bill Australian lineups that was always going to, you know, it was always going to be international once we got going, which I believe we would. Mm. Um, and then in a, in a winery, you know, so we just spent a lot of time in the early days just, going away, around to wine wine regions, you know, firstly talking to the council, they'd give us a heads up on where to go, go to the wineries, you know, have a bit of a duck, a bit of pinot and, um, you know, talk about doing shows and, you know, and then 20 years later we're still doing it.
1: Well, they have a bit of duck. They have a bit of duck. Yeah, you know, at
0: the winery you have a bit of duck. right? have duck a bit of duck, a, really? And a bit of pinot. Uh, and, fucking, you know shock, So we make, and sure and yeah. well, we make sure Falcon. that was part of it. The- part of the meeting, wow. you know, we get lunch, we get a free lunch.
3: I, can, I remember the the early shows, the early shows, um, and Mick and I obviously have known each other for a long time and he said, look, Batesy, we need we need a little bit of entertainment out there. Do you think you can set up a totem tennis
0: tournament? <laughs> totem <laughs> That's <tennis>. right.
3: <laughs> you remember <laughs> that? Mm.
0: Yeah. Funnily enough, Batesy, the, the, it's come the full circle because we had a show with Ben Fowl, um up in the Hunter Valley, and it was just a small show around the cellar door. And I said to everyone, "Let's put the totem tennis up again." <laughs> right? And so we had about right. six totem tennis polls. Uh, and we got a review in the Newcastle Herald. And the journalist said that was the highlight of the show. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: people
2: are fucked now.
0: They, they love shit
2: like that. Yeah, don't they, they loved it, especially when you pissed.
0: Uh, yeah, I no,
2: remember. God, I
3: remember. God, Mick, Mick sent me out. I went and bought all these totem tennis yeah, poles, and then um, we I rocked up with about probably twenty and came home with eight. They all the yeah. other ones were <laughs> just look, busted look, and bent by the end of the. I'm night. no
1: expert on poles. Well, I am
2: bullshit. But
1: <laughs> um, is that the one where you do the ball around the pole? Is that the shit game yeah, that you totem played tennis. as a kid? Yeah. Bullshit! Yeah. That's fucking great. <laughs> I was is, thinking, like, shuttlecock, like, you know, the old school shit. That's no,
0: it's I mean, the ball no, on the strings. No, it's all, it's oh. all easy to run because all you need is a pole and two bats. And before Grandmaster, right. before Grandmaster Bates was Grandmaster Bates, he was Grandmaster Sodom Tennis
2: master.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I worked
0: my way out. So,
1: Joe's going to pick out. A lot of the artists that you oh, had. At this I was venue. just looking over,
2: you know, sort of trying to do uh, uh, a bit of historical research and looking back, <laughs> and just looking at the names, mate. Starting from sort of the the early 90s, Renee Geyer, Paul Kelly, Diesel, Brian Adams, Mark Seymour, Brian Ferry, and then you know later on, of course, with like Aha, Hall and Oates, John Farnham, Blondie, Roxette, Pretenders, oh. Stevie Nicks. It gets nuts. Elton John, Rick Astley, is that yeah, you, real? You, 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 is
0: you that real? Couple, you mentioned a couple that I didn't even have on the on the list. I was just trying to remember, like yeah, I was proclaimers, just uh, proclaimers, um, B 52s Rob Stewart. Yeah, did you say Lionel? Yeah,
2: that's not, like is that for real? That is that is like epic. Some of those names that you've had on there. Well,
0: Th- that, aside from you know, like in the last sort of couple of years, you know, the Chili Peppers, Florence and the Machine, yeah. Robbie Williams, you know, it's like got to the stuff. it's just really kind of humbling and um, I, I really appreciate that other, other, like, you know, Live Nations and Frontiers and Chaga and all that, they really trust us with their artists now, Great. like, that, they can just, you know, I can have a conversation with those guys about a, a, one of their big acts and, you know, we'll do a deal and they know that we're going to pull off the show. They know yeah. their their artist is not going to get fucked around, yeah,
4: yeah, and basically,
0: yeah, yeah. if you, if you give if you, with these artists, like if you give them what they want, you don't have a problem. And yeah. It's better than you know having uh, a, a, having dramas by trying to chisel away on production or backstage or something like that. If you give these guys what they want, you don't have a problem, right. and you have a fun show, and they come back. That's the other thing we get. We just get these people coming back. Again and again, which is cool.
2: So, like with the with the recent sort of, like say with Aha and Rick Astley and so forth, mm.
4: Mm.
2: they're you know they're big they're big names. You know, like they're big, and that's quite recent as well. Um, is that sort of? The, is is it just a sort of once you get to that stage, is it like a walk in the park with them? Once you know the sort of not mm. that there's a formula, but um, how to slot them in or anything, or is there sort of I don't know, do you still have sort of you know big disruptive moments getting them on the lineup?
0: Or it's a good question, like um, so we, we, what happened with that lineup, if, if, if you know, I'll give it as an example, is uh, Rick Ashley had come out here, you know, uh. Years ago, and he just came out on his own with his wife, who is the manager, mm. and he he got together an Australian band and crew. So yes, yeah, so I you remember know, that. He, he wasn't travelling that well, uh, or maybe he thought he wasn't. Um, and they did a whole lot of clubs and pubs and stuff like that. And then they came, they came in, and they rang me up and said, "Look, next time we come, we want to we want to do your shows. We short, we saw the posters." at... Uh, and I'm not, I'm not sure we could have had Blondie and, and Cindy Lauper together or something, mm-hmm. something, I can't remember who it was, but they'd seen our posters and looked at our staff and they said, we really want to come back and do your stuff we want to bring our proper band. And, and I said, look, you know, we need to find a headline. I don't think you guys can headline at this point. So if we find a headline that can play over the top of you, even as a double bill, then that that's what we should do. And then our heart came up and then... Uh, you know, there's a bit of talking between both camps, and they finally agreed to do that. And then, and that was a really fun tour. You know, Aha was so good; it was just a surprise. I couldn't believe how good they were, and they, they actually played that whole album from the first song to the last song.
2: Oh, brilliant! But
0: well, that's and the right, funny man. and the, and the thing about that was, you know, bands usually say they hit to last. Hmm. Take On Me was the first track on the album.
1: The, it was, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and I was the Where do the you fucking and, go from there? Oh,
0: I, that's what I said to the agent. I said, listen, all these people are going to come and they want to hear that song. And I reckon he, maybe playing the album is not a good idea. Maybe rearrange the set list and play it last or second last before the encore or something like that. He said, no, nah, nah, we're going to play the album. That's how it's going to be. And I even got to the stage when the band were here that – um we had another chat, and they were adamant that that's what they wanted to do, and they mm. pulled it off. They pulled oh, yeah. it off incre- incredibly, and like there was a lot of this sort of excitement because that yeah. band hadn't been here since the eighties, and they come on stage, they walk on, and that riff just they open with that did it, you know, you <laughs> Oh, and yeah. Everyone just, lo- everyone just lost it,
4: totally, you know?
0: and but they kept them there the whole time because so many people bought that album, you know, so yes. many people had that album and loved it. That it resonated on the night, and so I was—I was wrong. <laughs> I was very wrong, and the artists stuck to their guns, and it worked.
1: Oh, really? Well, have you seen the new documentary with Aha?
0: I have not. I didn't okay. even know there was one. There's a
1: documentary. I think ABC played it or SBS, and they're not really great mates anymore, mate.
0: No, it's they really... were pretty pretty apart when they were well, here. See, I
1: was I... out the back drinking with you. I didn't even get to see them. I have to be honest, I was more interested in drinking with you and Batesy.
0: Yeah, well, that's always a trap. Yeah. You know,
1: <laughs> <sometimes> <laughs> it was a fucking trap and a crap because you get get me in the background talking shit.
0: Yeah. But well, so, sometimes, you know, I you don't know, oh, no, the late great, great Michael Gadinsky said to me, yes. sometimes you just go and see two songs and that's it.
1: <laughs> that's right.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Let's hope I've taken that on because I was like I'm just going to drink red wine out the back.
0: Yeah. Um
1: yeah. but it, the thing is aha have had you know train of thought they've had really like the sun always shines on TV they've had heaps of tunes oh, cool. that you don't yeah. you're not aware that Australia really loved them like I remember the top eight at eight on Eon FM where they had e- Aha and I kind of fell in love with him for 15 minutes and wanted to root them all. And then you get to 45 and you're like, oh, fuck, I appreciate the fact you're here. But, you know, the fans are crazy, mate.
4: Oh,
3: I was just going to say I had a magic moment with Morton when… Um,
1: He's beautiful. Because- Virgo.
3: Yeah, and he's got a gap between his front teeth and, yes. <laughs> and I, so do I. And then uh, we chatted about our gap between our teeth and we talked about um, how... Uh, when, when and he kissed. <laughs> and he just kissed. And, and we just ta- talked about, um, you know, uh, I, can't, I won't go into it, but long story short is, man, gaps, let's get a photo with the gaps. Yeah. So we got a picture <laughs> and... Um, Take your dress off. And I remember Mick coming up to me going, man, look, I don't know if it was that cool to say, yeah, you know, talk about the gap between your teeth. I said, dude, it got me so many chicks through uh, the years, you know. Like, yeah, right. This is it. Morton's got a gap. And well, Madonna's <laughs> got a gap too. Yeah. The
1: gap's a thing.
3: Yeah, but he smiled, he laughed, and it was a, it was a good moment. But, yeah, that was a good tour.
0: Oh, it's, there's been so many good moments, hasn't there, over the years, like just just absolutely outrageous and funny. And challenging, um, yeah. So, so I mean, It's just been a wild ride.
1: And mm-hmm. how was um Rick Astley, babe? How was he? Uh,
0: Rick was Rick was an absolute champion. Yeah, um, they really took me into the fold, and um, I, I actually went on a, to every show of that tour. And you know, before they went on, they had a, a band ritual. Um, yep which they did backstage right before they walked on and he, he invited me um, into that ritual, into the inner circle for, for every show. It was,
4: wow.
0: It was, a, it was a fucking privilege and he's just such a lovely fellow and um, I've got a good story about Rick if you've he, if got yeah. time. Of course. Yeah, so I used, to, I used to play cricket with this kid and I, he, he didn't have a license so I went and picked him up and he was a big big leg spinner, both of these big loopy leggies, right? And... Um, used to bring him on to bowl because I was the captain of this little team. He was like the D grade or something. And, he, and when he was a kid, he always, you know, 15, 16, he was such a massive Rick Ashley fan. Massive. Like obsessed almost. And when he was about eight, Rick Ashley was playing at the Palais, this little Greek kid.
4: Uh-huh. And, he,
0: and, and his cousins were going to the gig. They are all going to the gig and he thought he was going with them, right? So they're all at the house and he's got dressed up in his white T-shirt and a little black leather tie getting all excited to go see Rick Astley and they didn't have a ticket for him. Oh and his mum had to tell him and he was so upset. You know really What upset. kind
2: of Greeks are they? <laughs> I
0: know. Well then and then fast forward to that other tour that I was telling you about when they're playing at the they played at the Chelsea Heights Hotel. That's right, they did. They did, and Greg went to the gig, right? So he's rocking, he's so, ex- he's, he's telling me this, like this happened years ago, but he's telling me this because he owns Andrew's hamburgers now in Albert Park.
2: Oh, yeah, that place is iconic.
0: Yeah, so Greg is the owner. Who's, his uncle passed it down to him. Andrew, the original, passed it down to Greg. Fuck. And Anyway, so Greg's going to the Chelsea Heights Hotel, gone all the way down there. He's beside himself. He's super excited. And then the announcement guy comes on stage and announces it on the PA, oh, look, Rick never does this. He's got food poisoning. He can't play tonight and he's really sorry. Oh <laughs> so he didn't get to see him, right? <laughs> I well i in Well, I've gone in that. When I go in to get a hamburger because the office is in Albert Park and we know each other from cricket, and when are you bringing Rick Ashley out? When are you bringing Rick Ashley Oh, it's going to happen one day. Mate, it's going to happen. I'm just trying to find a bill, just trying to find a bill. Anyway, we find the bill. Rick comes with our heart. Greg, the burger guy, is super excited. I got him tickets to the show. He, he can't stop talking about it. He's all beside himself. So, anyway, we get to Perth. The first show's in Perth. I yes. tell Rick's there with his wife. I, I tell them the story about Greg. And I'm hoping I can get into the hamburger shop, right? Without even batting an eyelid, Rick says, I'll have to go and get a hamburger. Oh, yeah! <laughs> right? So the show hasn't happened yet and Greg's like building up this momentum to the show day when maybe he'll get a meet and greet with Rick Ashley or something like that. So I talk to his staff and I say, make sure Greg is there at one o'clock on Tuesday because I'm going to bring Rick Ashley into the shop. (laughs) And they'll go, bullshit. And his mum came to help out for the day and everything. And um, anyway, so I said, Rick's all set for the story, right, because he knows the background and everything. And Greg's in there on the grill. He's working really hard. The shop's packed. And Greg just turns around and goes, who's
4: next? And Rick, <laughs> oh. is he, Rick, Rick's
0: halfway in the crowd like amongst all these people. He goes, I am. I am over here.
1: Oh, my God. And Greg
0: turns around and looks. And the look on his face was just gold. And he <laughs> yeah, started yeah, shaking. Yeah. He, he couldn't believe it. He started shaking.
4: Oh, fuck. <laughs>
0: He come, and he comes around the counter, and he goes, you, 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 "What? You don't understand?
4: You don't understand? You don't <laughs> anyway, understand?" Yeah, I love it, that.
0: It was such a great moment, and he and he got um, he gave Rick a t shirt, and there was uh, this, a photo of him and Rick out the front of the um, the burger joint in their t shirts was in the paper in, That's in the great. UK, <laughs> and
4: That's then great.
0: and then and then Rick did the project that night, and he played acoustic. And he had his Andrews, t- t- Andrews hamburgers T-shirt on <laughs> Oh
4: awesome. my
0: God That's gold that, that was my Rick Astley story And I've got free hamburgers for life
1: I <laughs> can <could> imagine Everyone <laughs> got
2: everyone got hamburgers except for the guy that ordered before Rick Yeah
1: In my fucking hamburger Yeah, I reckon we'll play a bit of Rick Astley Because we love him So let's no, have a He's a champion, little. champion is, bloke This is Rick Astley never going to give you up
2: Fantastic! Unreal. What a great story, too, man. That's really got is. Uh, it, is, is there other sort of you, you know? Obviously, you've connected with Rick. Are there other sort of artists of that caliber over the years that you've really connected to? Where it's like, oh my god, I've got I've taken Cindy Lauper out surfing, or you, you know yeah,
4: yeah,
0: I mean, just going out, you know, going out for really nice dinners. And um, Chrissy Heim was a, a, was really great. She she toured with us in really early. Um, she was an early adopter or something as, as, so to speak, and um, toured with her three times and had heaps of fun with her. She wanted to open a vegan restaurant with us um, you know way back oh, when and with uh, you? Pro- probably should have done it because mm. it'd be cleaning up now, yeah, yeah and she yeah, had exactly. a name for it and it, she, she has one um, in our hometown. Um, and yeah, we talked about that, but um, uh, but she loved Batesy too. And she oh, I heard
1: about that. Yes, we,
0: she did.
3: Yeah, we got along mm. famously and to the point where I was going up to her hotel room oh,
4: and her shit. manager
3: just jumped in the middle and said, no, you're not, Batesy. No, you're <laughs> not. <laughs> and it was
0: right no. at the lift door, wasn't it? Right at the lift door. He just said, no, not happening. No. And, and then, you know, we're, we're pretty good friends with the Blondie people um, and, and Cindy and... Um, Elvis we toured a couple of times, and Jackson Brown was our first ever international tour, ah. um, which was so exciting. That was that was about 2000 and, mm, 2005 or six, wow. possibly. And that have been a we huge were just push me moment for you. We were just super nervous too. Like I remember just thinking, "Oh my god, this is like heavy." Um, and I remember I was out somewhere, and we and we were going on sale that morning. And I and I always hang around for on sales now because the numbers can happen so quickly. But back then mm. it was just, I didn't think, of, I didn't sort of think about it really. Anyway, um, one of the girls in the office tracked me down because she knew where I was and someone said, hey, you know, Karen's on the phone for you. And it was somewhere like, I think it was at the, like at the gym or something. And, um, you know, I get the phone and she says, you're not going to believe this. She's gone through the fucking roof. <laughs> and I go, what do you wow. mean? She says, "Like we've sold a thousand tickets in half an hour, and like wow. back then, back then in like two thousand whatever, like we've never done that sort of number so quickly, you know. So yeah. it was obvious it was going to work, and it was that was across the board as well, and uh, wow. it was obvious it was going to work. And then then, I was, then you know compare that to something like the Chili Peppers or Florence or Robbie, were, we're you know selling twenty thousand tickets in, you know." three hours or something, and the sold, the show sold out. Oh. So, yeah, we've come a long
1: way. Wow. That's I'm great. so proud of you, Mick, because you've just supported live music and artists all around the world. And like you said, people like Rick Astley give you a call, we want to do your tour, blah, blah, blah. Mate, yeah. you're doing Chelsea Heights, you fucking need to get out of there. I totally understand where Rick's coming from in that Yeah, that no, that he, aspect, was frustra- you know, he was like, frustrated, I think.
0: But I don't we're think we were on he, that I week.
1: I think we're was on he? the same week, Rick Astley. <laughs> like I'd be fucking ringing you too. Get us out of fucking Chelsea, mate.
0: Isn't it an RSL? Yeah, it's a, no, it's a Chelsea Heights. It's, it's a really ALH. Ah, m- yeah, Music Barn Hotel in out in you know the back of Chelsea there, where the Frankston Freeway is. That's yeah, right. it's got, that's a great. I've got one try. of those. The, the Angels Has have it played got a there? dome or yeah. a triangle. The Angels
1: play anywhere.
0: I don't think Rick. Um, had the self belief,
1: yeah, right.
0: To punch through and to yeah. like to actually um, be really happy and comfortable with actually with who he was and the and the big songs that he's had because he he was in a hiatus for a long time over there, and I think you know he met Lena, his, his wife, who became the manager and got a really good agent, and they just started building his career up again. I think he sold out the O2 in in London um, before COVID.
4: Far out.
0: You know. Yeah, and just and just just started banging again, you know. And he did um, just stuff like remember when he would, he got on stage with the Foo Fighters and, and they they did the song.
1: Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so and he plays the that, drums. I love when he gets up and plays ACDC yeah, on the drums. Yeah, and, yeah. because hey, Rick's a bit of a, a, a dark horse because you kind of look at Rick and you go, Can he sing? Can he play an instrument? Is he just come from Stock Aitken and Waterman years? Was he just the male boy in mm, the fucking mm, you know? Mm making coffee but he comes mm. out and he sings like a fucking champion he and he's still. also an amazing musician so this is the thing that the people need to know and and he's really shone through with that sort of vibe
0: i really yeah. I, I totally agree and he's band's shit hot like the band's show that amazing on, yeah the, the show that he put on it's just set him up for next time you know so i hope we can do something really exciting right. with him next time around
1: well, I met Jay the bass player. Did you meet Jay? Obviously you did. He yeah, plays yeah. for Banana Rama as well.
4: Right. So a lot right. of those
1: musos do like Banana Rama and a lot of the Stock Aitken and Waterman artists. Mm. But live that song, that that music from Stock Aitken and Waterman, everyone went, "Oh, fucking Stock Aiken and Waterman." But that stuff live fucking kicks ass. Yeah. You know still, what I mean? It's hard to play too. And it's really really well thought out pop music. Mm.
2: Punchy,
0: very very punchy. Yeah.
3: When I met Rick, all I wanted to know was the the the, the black guy who does the backflip off the wall in the video. <laughs> clip, never going to give you up, go. Rick,
1: Rick, do you just still see the guy? Do you still yeah. see the guy that does a
3: backflip? Who <laughs> goes? I haven't seen him since we made the video clip. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, this, well, Stock Aiken and Waterman had their own dances for the video. So the blonde chick in that was one of their dancers. I only know all this because I met Pete Waterman in the UK. I'm going to fucking pull my own chain for a minute. But I went and had fucking coffee with Pete Waterman in the UK because I was signed to Stock Aiken and Waterman maybe ten years ago.
4: Fuck knows mm.
1: why, why they wanted me. But I didn't know much about them and I'm sitting there going... I know who you are but I don't really know who you are. And he kind of felt that was really cool because everyone obviously knows who he is but he was the loveliest guy and his big thing was trains. He loved trains and and he, like, you know, did model trains and stuff. So it's interesting to know that everyone, like Pete Waterman was obviously the mastermind behind all that stuff. I'm in the office with this guy with a friend of mine, Peter Wilson, and he was telling us stories that were amazing, and Rick was one of them.
4: Mm. That's so, it's,
0: it's it's fucking cool that you. I mean, you're such a, a genuine, real, real fucking fan, music fan, you know. Yeah. And I think that's why your podcast is a hundred. I think that's that's why you guys are, are doing so well because your heart's in the right place and you're doing it for the right reasons. So, yeah, yeah.
1: It, yeah it, we could yeah. talk really
0: about good. it
2: forever. We could talk about this. Yeah, we I love literally it. Literally, should. Like we got here early tonight. Just to sort of talk shit, like this is the the Mm. whole thing and it's all about Mm. music.
0: I love it The podcast has enabled everyone to do, you know, to do their thing, to to get in their groove and um, and nail it like you guys have.
4: Well, it's
1: been our only saviour through lockdown, Mm. really, because Mm. we haven't gigged at all and I've had to turn my business around with the cover band and blah blah blah, and this mm. the, the, the show has actually given us an outlet where we can still perform. I'm not one of those musos that want to get on Facebook and do live stuff and sing Jessie's Girl like that. Fuck, I'd rather stick pins in my ass than do that mm. shit. You know what I mean? But mm. like,
2: like last night, yeah,
1: like last night, <laughs> I stuck pins in my ass. Um, <laughs> I fucking hate those kinds. Never like, again. Shut the fuck up. No one wants to hear you play your fucking Bon Jovi shit. You know what <laughs> I mean? So I've watched all this and I've gone, it's people that matter that do stuff like you. And the fact that when I said, I, the fact that you pointed me out at the gig, because I, I think I, I was a heavy eater at the time and I was like, oh, I'm going to eat fucking, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to eat all this fucking ah, food. And, and they're like, no, <laughs> just do what you've told. And then all of a sudden you've just fucking... Eyeballed me from the side of the room and I knew exactly who you were and I was like, oh, no, here
0: no, we go. Oh, no. But a, you recited like,
1: every bit. I loved it.
0: No, it's just people being people, you know.
4: That's you it. Know? That's Yeah. It.
0: But, um, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you who's a big train person along with um,
4: – Pete Warman. Who was
0: it? Yeah, Pete Rod Warman, Stewart. Yeah. Rod Stewart's a big wow.
4: train person. Wow. Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, epic.
2: Is Rod coming out to Australia any
0: time soon? Well, I've got him in March. Oh,
2: wow!
0: So what happened? We that was going to be last uh, October, November, but like a year ago. Yeah. yeah. So we postponed it to March two thousand twenty-two. Right. Fucking from great. So so eighteen months from when it was, and we thought, oh, it'll be fine, right? It'll be that's yep. so long away, but. You know, I can't tell you with any certainty, 100, percent that he's still going to come, given mm. what's going on. You know, with uh, the way it, you know the, the way it's leading, it, it looks more promising than it did a month ago. Great. But, yeah. So that's in yeah. March, and we yeah we've had a whole lot of refunds, had a whole lot more people hold on to their tickets though. So, yeah, so that's, that's good. Encouraging. Yeah. That's what so, we need. Yeah. Do
1: you
4: yeah, have, yeah, any,
3: yeah. have any highlights, uh, Mick, from the last Rod Stewart tour? With a day on the green. Oh,
0: just, Did he wear leopard just, skin undies? Nah, but I love that leopard skin um, jumpsuit
1: yeah. he used to have. Yeah, mate. Anything? Bring you, gone. Do you remember on our trivia show we used to watch um, the video where he sucks on the cherry? <laughs> he fucking sucks on the cherry. Is it hot legs or something where the chick sucks on the cherry? It
3: could be. I just Fuck love Young Hell. Turks. Young Turks is my favourite. Young Turks is
1: my favourite yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. Because Petty gave birth to a 10-pound baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly. And Billy wrote a letter back home to Patty's parents to trying to try explain.
1: To explain. <laughs> How do we explain
3: <laughs> that, we know, They'd never get here
1: if it ha- happened out this way. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I love wow. that. that. chick was actually EJ Daly, the chick in that video clip. EJ Daly is a very big fucking inspiration of mine. Very cute. She sort of did 80s. Videos and uh, she had her own singles out with Stock Aitken and Waterman, believe it or not, EJ Daly, and um, she was the chick in that video. So she was Patty who gave birth to ten pounds. <laughs> <Jesus.
2: laughs> a baby. That's <laughs> a
1: fucking a baby. A ba- a ten That song's my one of my fucking hottest songs in the whole world.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's a guy that does the robot in that yeah, video. Yeah, clip yeah, yeah, yeah. They're on the cars and that. shit yeah. in the alleyways.
1: <laughs> yeah. I fucking always wanted to do an alleyway fucking video. God only knows what I do with it now, but ACDC Lane, yeah, go to know, ACDC yeah, Lane. It. Oh, now it's gone all corporate. Fuck
2: it. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like security. But
3: um, <laughs> Nick, Mickey, you'd have a couple of good Rod Stewart stories up your sleeve. Oh uh,
0: well, no, he was he, he was just a, like a champion. Like uh, the the worst thing we had was this. We did this show in Adelaide in um Leckenfield Wines down in McLaren Vale, and in between the time we booked Rod. And the show date that had this epic, epic, epic fucking drought. <laughs> and do you remember that, Racy? Of
3: course, are you I did. Of course,
0: <laughs> epic I can't, drought. I can't, drought. I can't. So we got to the gig, right? We and we'd overnighted from Melbourne, from the Yarra Valley or something. And we get to the and my site guys are saying, oh, it's really dusty. And uh, anyway, we get to the gig, and it's literally the whole joint was dirt. Oh fuck! So and it,
4: it was
3: wasn't, just. Uh, they, they, they advertise it's a day on the green, right? And this just <laughs> looked like a day, a day on the dirt. Day on the
0: dirt,
1: mate. Yeah, and a yeah. woman on the tried. A woman
0: tried to take us to to cat because it wasn't oh, green. No. It wasn't a day on oh, the green. You. I didn't see any green oh, when I was. Yeah. Oh, no. Anyway,
1: she, what and she a kept wrapping
0: us, and we turned up to be <laughs> cat. We turned up to be cat, and she didn't turn up.
1: <laughs> oh, didn't she? She <laughs> found some green. Yeah. That's a, just she found everyone's green her fucking pussy, mate. That's what she found. <laughs> oh. Oh. What a bitch. What a fucking – don't you hate those little old women that fucking ring you and shit? Yeah. <laughs> when 20, does that? 20. They just ring you and go, hey, you fucking
0: uh. – It happens a lot. It exactly. A lot. And then anyway, it, it looked like Mars. It looked like the surface of Mars. Yeah, right. And That's then it cool. just got – Dusty, well, it was a great gig. <laughs> but uh, gee, 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 yeah, it was, it was heavy going. It was, and then heavy, on, yeah. on on another tour, when he kicked out all the soccer balls, signed soccer yeah. ball. Oh, he loves soccer, he loves yeah, oh my god, that was that was awesome. Yeah, we,
3: I've got one in my bar. I've got uh-huh. one. Yeah, there Still you go. It.
0: Still wow, it.
1: Yeah. I but, love that he's really, really good friends with Elton John. I think they're two people that you just wouldn't assume that would be such good friends. Mm. Rod Stewart. Have now you now.
4: seen?
0: Have you seen him do? Um, Don't you think I'm sexy? with James Corden in the Range Rover.
1: No, but I love that song. Oh, oh. oh in the Range Rover, no. Yeah,
0: you know James Corden when he does. Yeah. He does, yeah, yeah. He's doing. Um, do you think I'm sexy? And he's camping it up like real Fantastic. big time. And then people are looking in the um, in the car, just going, "Holy fuck, it's Rod Stewart!" And then what's that ASAP Rocky song that he samples?
2: See, he sampled a Rocky song. Yeah, ASAP Rocky. Oh. Yeah, ASAP Rocky. And a Singer, a rapper, the rapper. Oh. Anyway, uh.
0: but I think it could be partly that song. Anyway, you got to, You should watch it on, on YouTube. Just go see it. Anyway, and Rob starts rapping um, into that sample that ASAP did, right. and then ASAP jumps out of the backseat into the. Hey. <laughs> We're all here. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one to see.
4: Wow.
2: Oh, awesome.
3: Mick, I want you to tell us about the story in WA in, um, I think it was Sandalford actually. Sandalford, Pretenders. Kings Park, Pretenders. You know oh, where yeah. I'm going ge- you know to? Yeah, where, I know where, where
0: you're going. To? That was a pretty heavy day. Um, so Pretenders are on stage literally like halfway into the set and. Um, We've got this epic uh, electrical storm, and it's coming our way, like obviously coming our way. and It was getting closer and closer, and I just had to like, walk onto the stage while the band are playing, tap Chrissy on the shoulder, and say, we've got to get fucking out of here. We're about to get (laughs) smashed. So they did the right thing and walked off stage, and I had to make a quick announcement and say, look, you know, we just got to get off stage. Here's a lot of equipment. Please bear with us. You can go to your cars, or you can go, you know, get into the, into a certain area, and just. we we'll we'll, I think we'll be back in a minute. And um, these guys started harassing me from the front row, <clears throat> and saying that we were pussies and we were, uh, you know, how fucking dare. And I had the microphone, and I'd forgotten that I had the microphone in my mouth. I, I, I was, love it already. Oh, Who's this going? I, told, I screamed at him, go and get fucked. Yeah, fuck fucking eyes. Did you? <laughs> yeah, and, every, fucking and I, I didn't realise everyone had heard. What the whole crowd. That's,
1: the, that's rock and roll, man. That's <laughs> like, fucking and then, awesome.
0: Like the guy <laughs> the that front, runs the show, like, go
1: and yeah. get fucked.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and then on the front, page of the, the front page of the paper the next day, there's a fo- that, like they're talking about the massive storms and there's a photo of Sandalford with the stage and a, and a, and a lightning bolt like almost going into the stage and saying, that's how bad it was. And right. then there's a quote quote from me, promoter Michael Newton told the crowd to go get <laughs> <it."> and <the> <laughs> asterisk, asterisk. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Absolutely. And I just looked
0: at it and went, oh, God, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm getting on the plane. Uh, but it,
3: but obviously obviously, Mick, you know, yeah, you, ha- you you can't help but feel responsible, right? You put on a show, yeah, that's right. It's like you're having no, a party, you do, and that's the heavy. You're the host. Heavy. Yeah, you want to make heavy. it right, and it's and, heavy. and and it's got to be safe. It's got to be safe for real. Uh, yeah, no, for I, everybody. I,
0: I, imagine if something I, happened. I really take things probably too personally because I really, you know, in the early days, I used to, I used to be the head of the complaints department. You know, I used mm-hmm. to ring people up. You know, when they complained about something and go through it with them, and you know, try and find a resolution. I just spent so much time doing that. If we'd have a problem in the car park or with something happened with the toilets or the bar or something, you know, we'd, we'd always try and get a resolution for people. Um, but when, yeah, but I guess when the owner rings up and starts talking to them, they're taken aback. And um,
2: God, I um, can't think of too many. You know, promoters in that in in that sort of position, oh, well, that are going to go to that extent.
0: That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, I think it's because it's our thing, you know, and and I, we cared about it. and We wanted people to, because you know, word of mouth is so important. We wanted people to go away saying, "Well, you know, mm. they might have fucked could, something up, but yeah, at least they care." Yeah. Good
1: word of mouth that night, mate.
4: <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. that get
1: well, <laughs> we, That's so me we, like all I'm we even did. at shitholes and something happens with some chick pulls out the fucking hair of some other cunt And I'll go, just fucking stop, stop, shit, fucking Look, you fucking, right, you stop pulling her hair, you dumb cunt and I'll <laughs> fucking sing sure, but until you do that, right? I'd be hopeless at that, Mick. I'm not the fucking mm. patient one of the group.
0: Well, these you guys know? were just screaming and like angry and fucking just like I didn't like. I just didn't like the look of them.
2: I'm just know? thinking of the word of mouth <laughs> from those guys. All we did was call him a pussy, and he told us to get <laughs> fucked. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to tell him
3: about the tennis ball incident?
2: Ooh.
0: Oh. oh, in Kings Park. <laughs> well, what what me and Batesy do, we hit – I don't know why. When he dresses up as a tennis player, as a character, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: John McEnroe I say I that he, he doesn't
0: know whether he's, he looks like Bjorn Borg after Donna or Leo Wanker. He's not the combination <laughs> of all. But anyway, we hit the – we get the Batesy gets the racket. I give him a tennis ball hit it out of the crowd and someone rings, wins a prize. They go to the merch desk and they get it right. down the green merch desk prize. And we're in Kings Park. Beautiful day. Anyway, I basically hit the ball. And as soon as it left the racket, it's going in a trajectory up high. And I could see, I thought, I reckon it's going to fucking hit that lady. She's <laughs> not even uh, looking. It's the same lady that
1: complained about no green. Nah, nah.
0: <laughs> I can't Land see green is,
2: anymore. My eyes damaged.
0: <laughs> Land fair and Square on the, the bridge of her nose, oh, <laughs> smashes the her glasses. Nose. <laughs> <crashes> <laughs> her, <laughs> her reading glasses, and <laughs> the crowd, the, <laughs> the crowd's gone silent. there's normally, <gasps> like someone catches it, and everyone goes hooray, you know, Yay, and they walk in the <laughs> And I'm just, I'm just there with a microphone looking at it and everyone's quiet. I go, oh, I'm very sorry, madam. Someone will be with you in just a moment.
4: <laughs> oh,
1: my God.
3: <laughs> I got banned from hitting tennis balls in WA. Oh.
1: Wow. What? Like, who banned you?
3: <laughs> just they said, no more Batesy. Oh, no more no, Batesy the- with
1: balls. <laughs>
3: Rick <laughs>
1: Mate, Batesy, when we were younger and we did this trivia show at Revolver, like we did um, MacArthur's Park, you know, left someone, left mm. the cake out in the rain and I thought I'll buy a fucking fruit cake on the way to the gig to smash it. Like the <laughs> cake had suffered all this sort of stuff. And I fucking brought a cake from Coles on the way to Revolver and started smashing this fucking fruit cake. <laughs> the thing just fucking bounced. It didn't fucking go anywhere. Like there was no smashing because it, was so hard, but it ended up in the fold back ended up in the fucking <laughs> desk, and the guy was like, Don't you ever fucking do that again. And like, like Sammy We were just un- crazy.
2: Sammy, we've only got five minutes more of sound check. Can you please? Can you Someone,
1: please? Just- <laughs> like yeah, I made up this dance routine and dance with a fruit cake like I am. Smashed it on the ground and the fucking thing bounced back at me, hit in hit me in the head. <laughs> and then wouldn't smash. Oh, so, those coals, but bloody yeah, the, sound in, the, quick are
0: the sale, in the quick sale section. <laughs> yeah, why?
1: <laughs> I why? thought it was fantastic. Haven't they sold earlier? We used to do a lot of stuff that people didn't understand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as long as you do, it's okay. If that ain't it, look, bad luck.
1: I, I was just saying before, like, people used to ring us and go, Can we be in your show in a bit? <laughs> no, why? <laughs> Who's going to look at you? Why? <laughs> Who the fuck cares? <laughs> and and they'd be like, oh, okay, bye. You know, like like we were just talking about, the, we did a Kylie Minogue. Who the special. fuck's going to
2: look at you? Yeah.
1: Who the fu- I say that to people now. <laughs> like people that get up on stage and want to dance to fucking Wham, Take On Me or whatever the fuck. Sorry, it's not Take On Me. Wake me away. up. Wake me up. Wake me up before you go.
2: Take me up.
1: I don't be know arse. why people want to get on stage. No one wants to see you. Obviously. You know? I'm just telling them how it is.
3: Mick, um, I'm just gonna throw this one out to you and, and thanks so much for jump jumping jumping in. Jumping ship. <laughs> um the <laughs> We're talking about legends of the '80s, right? Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, it's taken a long I, time I, to get. I don't to think that. we've quite got there. So oh, big segue! Now, now would be a really good time to forty-eight uh,
1: minutes in. Yeah, maybe <laughs> ask,
3: ask um, the wonderful Michael Newton about his legends of the '80s, and and of of course he he is the master of putting together. Um, some of the greatest bills and acts um, that this country's ever seen, and we're not just uh. talking about Australian artists; we're talking international artists. But when when we're talking about legends of the '80s, Michael, yeah. what have you got to share on that? You know, you you put all these Australian bands. I want to talk about Australian oh, music. Because oh, yeah. it, you know yeah. Michael, what, I, having DJed at Michael Kadinsky's 60th birthday party was he. He mm. has so had yeah. so many friends, and and he couldn't have one party; he had to have three.
4: Yeah,
3: and uh, one party was for his neighbours, one party was for his friends, and one party was for his work. And yeah. um, I was de- DJing there, and oh, I'd wow. play stuff, and he go,
1: Batesy, Batesy, play D- some Australian music, Australian oh, music, what a sweetheart."
3: And
0: uh,
4: he was. And he always
0: that. used to he always used to get shitty with me and Batesy. You know, he thought Batesy was leading me on, and and then then he realised oh I might have been leading Beatty. It's <laughs> 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 a blind oh, leading the blind. But yeah.
3: um, um, you know, Australian music is such an important thing for all of us, and uh, you know, I grew up. Loving music from, from all around the world But Australian Australian music obviously is the roots And mm. you've been able to really, really embrace that And talk us through how you put those bills oh, together Oh, I see what you're
0: saying Yeah, no yeah. Well, it, I remember one time we, we um, What was a turning point for us was um, We missed out on a Duran Duran tour no. And I know oh, no.
1: Can
0: you do it again? And, and I want to be well, there. And I want to figure myself. Well, I think another promoter got got the tour. So, and we had all these shows set up, ready to go. And it was like, oh, ah. oh, what are we going to what are we going to do? Because we had we really needed to deliver a whole a whole bunch of shows to some wineries that we had contracts with. And um, thinking, what are we going to fucking do? You know, so. And it was probably about two thousand nine or something like that. Mm. And we just thought, let's just go really hard again with Australian artists that we haven't done before. And we've done shows with Jimmy and um, the Gurus, probably, and um, and Paul Kelly. And so we just put, we just said, okay, let's just go something that's not going to cost too much, where we can, you know, charge a reasonably, you know, fair ticket price. So we just. It was like Noise Works. Um, yep. uh, um, this is in no particular order, so but it was something yep. like mm. Noise Works, Moss, Richard Clapton, oh,
4: Dragon, nice.
0: Choir Boys. And we just thought we'll just put it out there and see how it goes. And it just went nuts. No. I think wow. we charged I think we charged eighty nine dollars back then. And we sold out everywhere. Wow. We sold out ev- everywhere. Wow. It was amazing. Man.
1: Well, I know um, Tony Cooper who manages.
0: Yeah, John.
1: And John, yeah, that's right. The best sounding fucking live act in this country really? at the moment I mean, is I, fucking John Stevens.
0: Awesome. Well, you've got to give it to John. What a voice. He's a great performer.
1: Incredible. And
0: when Noiseworks came out and did those shows, I was, because, uh, look, you know, I can't say that I was a fan back in the day, but when yeah, they yeah. came out and. And all, that, all those artists, actually, all those ones I just mentioned, they came out and it was just like they 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 held a 10,000, 15,000 person crowd like yeah. any international I had seen. Yeah.
4: You know? no, and, I agree They're, all fired, they're all fired up.
0: They're all fired up because they were there in front of that many people, you know, yeah. and and we put good production in and screens and it was, yeah, it was just amazing. And, it, and another one we did was, um, um, it was kind of like, I sort of created it for myself a bit. And um, it was the it was the Gurus, the Violent Famers of Sunny Boys, Died Pretty and Rat Cat. Remember that yeah. one, baby?
2: Fuck, that would have been awesome.
1: Sunny well, Boys are good. legendary though. Yeah. Sunny Boys amazing. are such a fucking incredible cult band yeah. that people are my favourite band growing,
0: growing up when I was a kid. Right.
1: Well yeah. Sunny Boys so, are a big thing because People love them from our age and they go back and they love them. and in the 80s you wouldn't have thought, but they were kind of a breakthrough artist, you know, in the well, pubs. Well, they the-
0: were. Yeah. I remember seeing them support the Go-Go's Festival Hall, yeah, that original Go-Go's one, I think, about 82. Yep. It was yeah, really good. They, they're coming back. So the go go's on a tour. They got the original lineup again, 40th anniversary. Fuck off. They? You, you, need, oh. you, need to, you need to get we um, need to go Sunny to
1: Boys.
3: You need to get the Sunny Boys on that.
0: Imagine well, it could be. We need to talk about that, basically. We might have to think about a bill around them. Yeah, because. Um, Devo is the, Devo the other one to want to come back as well.
2: I saw Devo years ago when they did Livid in Brisbane, and it would have yeah, been right. like. Ninety nine or something like that. They were they headlined uh, they headlined Livid Festival in in Brisbane and it was the hugest fucking thing. And yeah, they were that was they so were good. they were like the the stereotype of themselves. You know what I mean? They, they were yeah,
0: they t- they totally they, were
2: yeah. Oh, that mm-hmm. be Do they amazing. They still wear the hats.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: I love oh. that. I want to talk more about Duran Duran. Are we bringing them out?
0: They, uh, they want to come in 23.
1: Ah! Ah! So do I. Ah! <laughs> Fucking what? Hey, I'll be look your door out, bitch. Matty, look I'm going to be your door bitch for that, right? All right. No, I'm, never, I'm not really fanny, but I'm really good at looking like I'm not. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, you are actually. That's cool. You are fanny, oh, yeah. but you're not, not fanny, in a bad I'm fanny, but one. I'm
1: very secretive. And I, it chilled out You way. have got me in one beat because I've met a lot of famous people and I just look at them like, oh, yes, that's right. Oh, and then yeah, I that's go home. Uh, yeah, that's there. Yeah, that's
0: there. Speaking of um, personal stories, you, do you know Bates, the nickname Bates you got given?
1: Grandmaster Bates? <laughs> no.
0: It, yeah, okay, that I say this, Basie? I'm sure. Yeah, you're Yeah, right. of course, yeah. of course.
1: Tell us,
3: because uh, because I'm a music lover. I'm a music lover. Yeah, you're and a such music a fan.
0: music lover fan. Because when because when you were talking about being a fan in a cool way, like Spacy can be a fan in an uncool way.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know what? He kind of is innocent about it.
0: I know, but he doesn't realise that sometimes maybe not. Um, anyway, really? You know, <laughs> oh, his nickname is the really? Space Invader. Space invader.
1: <laughs> space invader?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he gets in people's faces when they
1: don't <laughs> want him to be. Oh. He
0: space.
1: Well, oh, see, I'm a Scorpio ascendant astrologically, so I let people come to me. I've actually met all the boys from Duran Duran and they were lovely and I met Simon LeBond. Yeah. I was at the Hyatt Hotel and um, – I just done a Jewish bar mitzvah and I was dressed up in my '80s gear because we did a big '80s thing, and fucking Simon's on the other end of the room with some fucking hooker because Simon's got a thing with hookers, right?
0: How do you know she was a hooker and because she told me because she, she, she was dressed like Sammy
1: because she came up to me before he came into the room and said, "I'm with Carmens and if you want to speak to blah blah blah, you need to go through me." And I said, "I'm not fucking here because I'm a hooker, mate." I'm here because I'm fucking here having a drink, right? And I knew while I was here, I wanted to get album signed for some ex boyfriend, right? <laughs> right? But and I you're like out, getting yeah, all defensive, yeah, really I'm not, defensive. I'm not here
2: because I'm a hooker. But I'm here because I'm an alcoholic.
1: I'm exactly. I'm here because I'm making <laughs> alcohol. I've got fucking albums that you wouldn't even know about. And anyway, um, my ex boyfriend at the time, which was a bit of a fucking, you know, fucking, he didn't know what he was, and um. I was the only one that had the balls to sit in the venue. And fucking Simon comes up to me instead of all the hookers in the rooms and goes, how are you? And I go, yeah, good. Yeah, how are you? (coughs) And he goes, what are you doing? And I went, I really like your lyrics. I said, I love the lyric about your seedy judgement. And he just looked at me like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And um, I said, oh, will you take a photo with me and my friends? And he went, I don't do photos. And I went, oh, me either but you know anyway he took a photo in the end of all of us but Aww. simon was a bit of a head fuck until you sort of broke him down mm. you know mm.
0: but have you still got the photo
1: i had the photo and you know it was the, it was the old photo days where you had the camera you didn't have it on your phone so
4: yeah, what you gotta, happened you gotta, was you gotta, yeah
1: it became really light so yeah. it was a really good photo of the both of us but I can't fix it, you
2: know. Mm. So, Batesy's nickname. Back to the, Space I don't Invader, but the, that. Space Invader. Let
0: that The thing about that is, Space once Invader. he gets through the initial Space Invader, they actually all like him.
3: Most uh, anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: Hmm. I'm, I'm going to put myself out there and Cause say because
0: he's a fan because he's a he's a genuine fan. He knows a lot about music, you know, and yeah. you can hold a converse, you can hold a conversation with you know anybody and, that is a musician
3: cuz <laughs> it cuz all these groups have their little bubble you know it's yeah. like yeah this is this is our crew this is our gang mm. you know you can't want to get a, just jump into our gang
4: 13 you know? curve
3: and uh, <laughs> and I just um I just have um a an impulse to just chat and yeah. talk and yeah. jump in and say hi and they're like Batesy, Batesy, pull back pull back but then by the end of the tour Everyone's yeah. friends mm.
4: yeah. And, yeah And I'm yeah.
3: like the icebreaker I jump, I'll jump in and I'll speak You and are the icebreaker And, and then yeah. everybody's just like Well fuck You know Batesy And I've am I'm, I'm you know, I'm friends with Clem Burke from Blondie. We yeah. we'll send messages to each other, and yeah. um, there's a, there's a lot of other musicians that I uh, that I'll send messages to, and mm. we we reciprocate. You know, we send messages to each other, and it's from those tours, and it's from me space invading, but it's just about getting to know someone. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you're working with these people. Yeah. You're on tour. You're sharing a stage and you feel like you want to say hi and mm. it's, and and um, and get to know them and 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 that's what the other thing that a lot of people don't realize is that I'm actually sharing a stage with these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I feel like I want to connect with them because I'm playing music before they come on stage yeah. <laughs> and I'm playing music after the, they've left the stage. Yeah. So there's I'm connecting with them. I'm mm. connecting with them and but you know, it, there's a there's a rule. There's rules backstage. Yeah, you know, you, you uh, don't do this and you don't do that. But I've always been a rule breaker. Yeah, and, <laughs> and and love 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 to to Michael Newton for supporting me for all for all of these years, <laughs> and for for bringing me along the along the ride. Because I got to tell you, I've. I've had the best years of my life. Yeah, I've been yeah. Doing what I've done, and and without Michael, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. So What about
1: with me? You cunt. <laughs> he
3: very clearly <laughs> said right? these were the yeah. best. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You, you know what? Um, you built the foundations, and you reckon?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you I I I built built did. We built the rock Do
3: you know what? We feed. We, you feed off each other, and you 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 just get inspired by who's around you and what's going on, and. And um, anyway,
0: over to you.
1: But I love the fact, Mickey, that you've come on. And do you mind being called Mickey?
0: No, I like it actually. Oh, good. Too late now. Like the song. <laughs> it's too late like now. It. Uh, <laughs> Once it's in her <laughs> yeah, brain, yeah. that's so,
1: it. yeah, exactly. Sorry, I'm not going to remember anything else. <laughs> but I'm going to come to one of your gigs and I'm going to fucking get fucked up with you, right? Good stuff. Because it's fun.
4: I'm at yeah, cool. that
1: age where I like bands, I love bands, don't get me wrong
2: Before she but detested before
1: them Before, I love getting out the back and talking shit, I love it
0: Yeah, it's good fun, good, it is good great times. Fun. Lots of, yeah,
3: yeah. I, I think um, Mick has uh, got a plane to catch now that Qantas is back in uh, work So I'm sure that you're ready to depart very soon, is that right Mick?
0: Uh, hopefully somewhere, somewhere okay. in the world He'll be <laughs> off to
3: talk to Rod Stewart, no doubt. Mick, um, out of all the bands that you've toured from overseas, we, we, we still got to get back to those '80s legends. What are the highlights? Do you think?
0: What are your What oh, are your can, '80s legends? So many, so many, mate, so many. Really, I'm not. This is in no order. Yeah, but Chrissy, Pretenders was our first sort of. And Jackson as well, but Pretenders was our first really um, great um, relationship that we we started with the whole band, and um, to see her strap that guitar on and start rocking out, oh, you know, yeah. it's just like epic. It, she becomes, she's just a different person. She's just yeah, she's so good. She's so good um, up the front of that band. Um, Seeing simple minds come on and open with Waterfront, which they do Love every, that track. and see and see see Jim Kerr just you know stalking around the stage was amazing. Um, to hear all those Blondie songs, I mean Lionel Richie, another one, you know, doing Commodore songs, um, yeah. so fucking funky, mm. uh, so incredible. Now um, Elton was just amazing. I, don't, I don't know, I don't know how to how to, like, say enough. Um, um, I'll tell you who is really, really a great kind of soulful, really interesting um, band that was not as one-dimensional as I thought was The Proclaimers.
1: Wow, really? Wow.
0: Re- really great band, yeah. Um, oh, there's been heaps. It's just been heaps. So can uh, I ask you,
3: great, I've got a quick question for you. What is on your wish list? Moving forward, if you had a wish list, if you could put – That's putting
0: you on the spot, I know. Well, Tom Petty was always one, which is not going to happen. Uh, Duran, yeah. Duran, really? A hundred percent. Yeah.
3: What about The Cure? The Cure.
0: Oh, The Cure, big time. Big time. Oh,
1: yeah, man. ELO. ELO would be great.
0: It'd be so good. The Cure Violent fans, The Cure it's Jeff, Jeff Lynne's um, ELO, but nevertheless, it's good.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Um, do you like Tears for Fears?
1: Lo- oh, shut up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Imagine Duran yeah. Tears for Fears. Imagine oh, no, one.
1: shut the fuck up. I'm coming.
0: <sighs> <clears throat> I, don't know, I don't know, That would be amazing. That's just, I mean, I don't even know if that can happen. Well, they're kind of friends be a great, at the moment with Tears feel? for
1: Fears. Tears for Fears are just about to do a new album.
0: Yeah. 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 They nearly came before COVID, but it sort of didn't happen. Right.
4: I
2: nearly came when you said tears for fears. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: well, I, I, I just I, I I might I might have to talk to you off air about some lineup ideas. You know, yeah, right. Who would you put, would you put with tears for fears? Tears
1: for fears. <clears throat>
0: I reckon Missing Persons would
3: be great.
1: You know, go yeah, I'd go Pet Shop Boys. What about
3: Missing Mm. Persons, opening act? What
4: about
1: fucking? What are words (laughs) for? What about till Tuesday? What about Berlin? Berlin. Berlin. She'd do it. She'd fucking go to the opening of an envelope. (laughs) She'd do it? She'd do
0: it. (laughs) Yeah, that's the reason. Fuck it off. Yeah, get Berlin. There might be some some, untapped gems in in your brain, you guys, I reckon.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. No, there really is. 100%. Yeah. Mm.
1: Berlin, I think, would do it because she loves that shit and they had some really good songs, really fucking good Mick, songs. Mick, that was one Sex video I'm I'm t- that I
3: found when dancing I was Googling through the archives. in
1: Berlin, I, I want to see <laughs> you dancing in Berlin. Take my breath away. And she, yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly. They play Take My Breath Away, everyone's undies will fall off. you fucking got a gig.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. DJ
1: on <laughs> the vagina, mate.
3: <laughs> got, I, I can't let you escape without talking about one of my all time favorite favorite gigs that I've been a part of. And that was the Billy Idol and Cheap Trick Tour. Oh, oh God.
0: And we didn't wow. even mention that. We didn't we even mention that. You got to do that. And Joe was talking about Hall and Oath. That was another
2: one that was fun. Uh, yeah, Yes. Yeah. I you love them.
0: So
1: yeah. You can sing, man.
0: Oh, totally can.
3: Yeah. How good, like you know, Grandmaster Bates and uh, AKA Space Invader, um, mm. you know, still in communication with um, Dax Nielsen, uh, the drummer, son
0: of Rick. Mm. Um,
1: oh wow! Really?
3: Like that tour? I mean, God.
0: Do you remember when we were just at the hotel, Bates, <laughs> and we were just, um, like, we were just. The whole band took cheat trick with and we we're just talking shit and we just go and we just look at each other and just went, This is great.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's special.
3: I could yeah. could not believe like being a Michael Jackson fan and then Robin Zander goes to me, Yeah, look, I did this duet with Latoya Jackson. <laughs> sorry sorry, Reeby, Reeby Jackson.
1: Reeby, yeah. And I've got
3: a yeah, what? And I had no idea about this and he's schooling me about the Jacksons <laughs> and he goes, yeah, Michael came up to me once at the – Are you talking
0: about like Michael or Xander?
3: <laughs> Xander. Sorry, I'll put on the Michael voice. But he, he, he said that Michael came up to him at the end of an awards show and then those two did a duet and not many people know this duet, but it was with Michael's sister, Rebe. and, oh, man, that, that for me was just uh, – it was nuts – but um, yeah. What about right.
0: um, what about in Adelaide? Like Batesy's Batesy's brother's a detective, <laughs> right? He's in the <laughs> coppers. And in Adelaide, he came over. He's he, big cheek trick. Man, he came over to the um to the show in Adelaide, and he bought his coppers uniform with him. And He did the dream police on <laughs> the stage. Oh. do you
1: Does remember that in the family? Man, oh, how can I forget?
3: You so dressed brother. up, and I go. I'm going. No, I'm not going to ask him. I'm not going
1: to oh. go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Come on, family's corrupt. So my brother,
3: he's dressed up in his police uniform, <laughs> and you right. got the dream police, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like, oh man, that just like just. Great song. Pulsates. Yeah. And then he comes on stage in his police outfit, grabs Robin Zander, oh. ties his hands behind his oh, back no. and then no. takes him off stage. No. <laughs> He's Crowd's going nuts and um is huge. And then um my brother goes, so am I coming to the next gig in Queensland? <laughs> hey! Hey!
2: So fucking good. That and so he
3: flies up to Queensland to do his guestie, right? To do his guest and he's spot, got a
1: fucking <laughs> right? Up,
3: up in it's, Queensland, he
1: made up his own guest spot. <laughs> yeah, hey? he made yeah, up his guest spot, and, and that's not very Batesy, is it?
3: And wait, one thing I've uh. got to mention is the uh, the Angels were the opening acts too. So yep. with Dave Gleeson, um, oh yeah, and uh, anyway, who has now has my brother's police outfit? Yes, <laughs> 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 and um, he's so. So my brother, a.k.a. Bernie, he's come up to Queensland. Wait, to you do got
0: to his- speak like in basically now.
3: So my brother Bernie came up to Queensland oh, yeah. to do his guest appearance.
0: Does he
3: speak like that? Oh shit, yeah!
0: Oh wow. shit,
4: yeah! He does both. Wow! Do what
3: you're to told. So he comes up to Queensland to do his guest appearance, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then
1: family's awesome. This aren't they? gets
3: this gets better because yeah, he's right. really pumped. He's really pumped oh, to come on. He, he goes, oh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna handcuff Robin Zander and take him of off stage mirror. again." And then they he, the management goes. Sorry Bernie. Sorry Bernie. Steve Stevens' wife's going to come on Jody. She's going to she's going to handcuff Robin tonight. <laughs> no. Cuz Billy Idol was headlining, right? Bro, Billy Idol was. Oh, so she's seen She's seen Bernie and Adelaide come on and do these handcuffs <laughs> she's fucking so <laughs> stolen. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that.
2: I'm going to do that. No. Bernie.
3: Bernie. Bernie was just so upset. Can yeah, imagine? Was so he was
4: upset.
2: He, he flew he was all the way broken. He, he should have us. just pistol whipped the both of them. <laughs> that would have been a show. He, he
1: should it. have taken Stevie's laser gun and shoved it up his ass. Josie, <laughs> Josie. What the Josie I think it's a Josie. About?
3: So she comes on and, you know, she's uh, dolled <laughs> up, dolled up and does the part.
1: And he's done a doll of her as well. He's got a fucking secret doll when he goes on tour of her, hasn't he? <laughs> I don't
3: know. I've
1: watched the fucking Housewives of House Sluts. It all happened.
3: Are. And the best thing about it was Robin said. Bernie, she's not as good
4: as you. No. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's
3: Lord. horrible. So so yeah, it was uh, it was funny. It was funny. But we had a good time in Queensland that night, didn't we Mick?
0: Oh, yeah, so good. <laughs> and, and what about the time you, you um, the sister sledge has invited you up to rap? I want
1: to hear about sister.
3: Well, this is one of the most um, it, it's the most memorable just, like, I
0: could I couldn't believe it. I was so seen. proud
1: of that. So yeah. proud!
3: Yeah, look, I um, be, being a music a disco fan from from way back uh, when I was living in London, they were playing at at a place called the Clapham Grand, and I could not wait to go and see them. I'm going, oh my God, Sister Sledge is playing down the road from where I live, and you just don't get that in Melbourne, right? No. So I was there, and a hundred people. There was no. It wasn't no. It was oh, really, fast. really fast. poorly promoted. So there's like a hundred wow. people in the crowd going, Are "You kidding me? <laughs> like if this was back,
1: like you know, we'd be like, you <laughs> know, I would have been fingering my ass if there was only a hundred <laughs> people there, mate. So <laughs> that would have been the perfect fucking event for you me. You would have been
2: fingering your ass if there were ten people.
1: I there, love baby. that.
2: So there I am. I'm out the front,
3: of course. A uh, hundred people, not too hard to do. No. And then they go, "We got any rappers out
4: there? There. No, and, then, and I'm like, yeah, 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 <laughs> you it's know, like maybe, a jungle sometimes and, and, and the space invader like music went
3: yeah. up <laughs> and I space invaded. <laughs> so they call me up on stage, and I get up and uh, they're doing good times, right? Yeah, they're doing good times, yeah. and then I bust out and do Rapper's Delight, and mm. uh, yeah, it, it, it went down well uh, in front of the hundred people. And then um, when Mick bought him out. Uh, on tour, it was a great lineup: KC and the Sunshine Band, Sister Sledge, um, the Village People. It was a, it was it was a awesome tour. And then we're there in I think Adelaide might have been the first. Yeah, show, Adelaide.
4: Actually. Yeah,
0: and, and then, no, um, where where it was Mars, the surface of Mars, but it was green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same venue, <laughs> yeah. same venue, <laughs>
3: same venue. And then. Um, And then I told Mick about this experience that I had in London and how much I love this band, and he knew that. And then he went up to him and said, hey, look, you know, our DJ here, Grandmaster Bates, you know, he's super excited to see you guys. He rapped with you in London. I didn't speak with an American
4: accent.
3: (laughs) Did I I just drop one? (laughs) Sorry.
4: (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's part of the acting.
3: And then anyway, um, next thing you know, Ball they, sack They go, acting? They, they go they're, they're jumping into good times and we're going to
1: bring up a special
3: guest. Oh, my
4: God. Wow. Oh. We
1: got
3: Grandmaster yeah.
1: Beats. Yeah. So wow.
3: I, I got up there and. Did you um, pee
1: in your pants?
3: I just. It just felt like rise. It felt like the rise, rise days. Yeah, rhythm felt, and
4: soul ecstasy. It
3: felt like the old days. Yeah. It got up and it just it just came out and they nailed,
0: just, it. Well, nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. I was in the crowd. I couldn't believe what I was seeing, and everyone was. Just you would have it
1: fucking up. gone what?
0: I, <laughs> I could not believe it. And then when they came back and played at the bowl, um, on that really weird build, called the gang. And so anyway. We went to the gig and we went backstage and they invited him on again. Yeah. Wow. At the My oh, Music yeah. Did you see that one?
1: I saw it on video, but I've seen Batesy do sister sledge a lot in the old mm. days. And he was awesome because mm. I used to play the drums. That's how fucking stupid we were. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to play the drums and good times and sing at the same good. Time. And basically, go, ring-a-ring-a-dong for a holiday. You're going to no, hear it. wrong, a- song. No, wrong <laughs> song. That's what holiday, it? It? I said a hip-hop. The
3: hip harp, the hip hip hip, 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 yeah. hip yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. And so, it's funny because yeah. to see a white bread do that shit's fucking magical. <laughs> wow,
3: the, fa- the, yeah. the, 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 the thing that I really enjoyed, I must say, was that I'm in my – Leopard skin pants, and I'm wearing my Michael Jackson beater jacket, <laughs> and my So I'm looking like a total white rap, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, yeah, right, dude. And then I'm and I'm rapping with like these the guys from- who, for me, are just royalty. You know, yeah. Nile Rodgers. You know, he
1: was he is- there though.
3: Nile. Nile was not on that tour, Niall. but like that that song's all Nile. Yeah. You, you should know? bring yeah, out
1: Nile, Mickey.
0: Exactly. No, no, I definitely got it. If you, I if mean, you Duran, go Duran Duran, yeah, of course. Duran yeah, Duran, Duran, Duran and Niall. Got there man. we go. Because mm. I, I
1: saw a thing on um, the Graham Norton show the other night, some other guy, like I think he was Spanish or something, and I've always said on this show that if you're going to sound like Nile Rogers, it's impossible. There's not many guitarists that can pull off that sound. And this guy actually said on Graham Norton – we ended up getting Noel Rogers because we couldn't do any we couldn't find <laughs> anyone that would pull off his sound. And I'm like, that's right, motherfuckers! <laughs> I'm fucking right. Right. I was like, Yes, see, I knew I wasn't talking bullshit. So Noel Rogers would love that shit, you know.
2: Absolutely. Hey Mick, yeah. we better let you go.
1: No worries.
0: What are you doing? Just we not love. much. I'm just no, I'm just visiting my mum. And oh, yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna stay here tonight.
1: And, oh good.
0: Uh, then it's the weekend and everyone's out of lockdown. Do you know what? Right? I
1: do that with my parents too. I stay the night.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's like, really good. Yeah. let
3: spend the night together.
1: If I ever do a, like a film or a like a part on a show, I stay at my parents and they love it. Well, Cheetah. Uh, you're all part Cheater,
3: of it. Cheetah had a down back in the 70s. I just
1: want to spend the, the night, night
0: with, with you. you. <laughs> Yes. You're a very <laughs> special fan of that band too, aren't you? Oh, yeah, we love I them. Love they
1: them. came to our trivia night. Fucking Lindsay came. Oh, my God. Wow. Lindsay came to Bullshit. our trivia night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she went, oh, God, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> and I went, shut up, Lindsay. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> shut up. And then she used to say that they loved, they hated being called Australian because they were English. Oh, and, oh really? And Countdown used to say they used to try and make out that they were Australian. And they hated it more than anything Oh, because they are both Aussie. English. They're Aussie. They're, they're f- English.
3: Well, they might have been born there but they've yeah, got Aussie accents. but they accents. hate
1: it. They hate it.
3: Queensland girls. Oh, yeah, right. I don't know.
1: She used no. to go out with a friend of mine. I'm just trying to think who it was, some drummer. <laughs> Lindsay. But she, anyway, yeah, she used to come to the show. But, um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. No worries.
0: We might have to, We might have to have a um, we might have to have a um, what do you call a session of um, thought bubbles about lineup. May? Yes.
1: I'll talk bubble your ass off. Yeah, right? Okay. Just yeah. fucking ring me. All right. right?
0: Unreal. Thanks for, thanks
1: for talking to me, mate. Love it. I love the fact you're staying with your mum. Love a man that loves his mum like that. Say oh, yeah, hi yeah, to your doesn't. beautiful wife, who's very much responsible for this whole thing as well. She
0: sure
1: is. Yeah, she sure is. Lady she bump.
3: Is. Good old lady, lady bump. Lady, bump. Lady,
1: do you call her lady bump? Yeah, her
3: nickname is lady call bump.
1: Her Lady Bump I love that song on Lady Bum, Lady Bump is
3: the one that had the meltdown ah! with Rod Stewart. <laughs> yeah, yeah la- love la- it. Lady Lady Bump when we got to Adelaide and she saw that there was no and grass. Was... Lady Bump. Lady Bump
0: meltdown. Tears. Wow. Lady Bump said we can't do this show.
1: Just shoot that old bitch that fucking <laughs> complained about the green shit. Uh,
0: maybe maybe all right guys. Should...
3: Mix Mixmaster might give Margie a big cuddle for me. I love I you will, dude. mate. Good see on you, you
2: mate. Thanks so much. Soon. Thanks for see coming on the show, mate. Great to have a chat. See Bye, you soon, on you.
0: See you guys. That, was, not phenomenal. that was
2: phenomenal, Mickey. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So amazing. Good on you, mix. Thank you so much for for you know dialing in and wishing us uh, all the best for our hundredth. Thank you, very busy man, and amazing for him to take time out from his busy schedule to have a chat to us and take a little trip down memory lane and. You know, remember all those amazing moments and um, great to hear about it all. So, you know, guys, if you love the show, it's our 100th episode. Please jump on board as a Patreon. You can hear the second half of this show. That's a benefit. And you get extra episodes every month if you're a Patreon. You can join for as little as a dollar a month. For $10 a month, you get the extra episode. Mm. So get your friends on board. Please like, share, rate and review. Give us five stars. Write us an awesome review on iTunes or whatever platform you can. Become a subscriber. We're on over 10 platforms now, aren't we? Yeah, more. Yeah, this is brilliant. So you can, you know, there's so many opportunities to hear the 80s montage, gigs happening and being booked uh, from the latter part of this year into next year with Rewind 80s. -hmm. So lots of opportunities to come and see us live as well.
1: Awesome.
2: Good on you guys and... If it's music mateys. Or
1: cool shit from the 80s. We're going
2: to talk about it.
1: Unreal.